0: Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, how you doing? I'm Josh, and welcome back to the Get Hungry podcast. Now, I hope you're all having a fantastic week. Um, At the time of this recording, we've just come out of a one-week lockdown, so that's exciting. Uh, We do still have to wear masks and things like that, which is a little bit frustrating. But I'm excited nonetheless because we don't have to be just isolated to our homes. Um, And I pray that you're all staying safe as well during this time. You know, obviously, this epidemic has affected a lot of people uh, mentally, being one of the main ways it's affected people. So it's good that we can. finally get out and do some bits and pieces not being in lockdown. And something that I've really kind of rediscovered this last week is chess. You know, this is something that back as a kid, you'd muck around and play a little bit around. I never got too serious into it and I never really was the best if I'm being honest, but I've been really enjoying it and sort of the strategy behind chess. You know, you can kind of play a reactive game where you're reacting to, I guess, the strategy of your opponent, or you can be the sort of mastermind who has a plan and you're intentionally moving each piece to take the king and that's the whole aim of the game as you all know but I've been really enjoying it Um, and just trying to be more intentional about developing a strategy and playing that out and being intentional with the pieces that I'm using as well. I would definitely encourage you to find something to fill your time with whether it's chess whether it's you know another hobby something to fill your time with to I guess get your mind off of the pandemic and the stresses that that causes. So this This week, we're going to be continuing the Purpose Preventer series, and hopefully this is a series that you've got a lot of value out of. I know that even though I've been the one kind of doing these episodes, I've got a lot of value out of it myself. So hopefully you've got some value out of it. And today we're going to be exploring Purpose Preventer number three, which is comparison. So firstly, we're going to look into what it is, then how it presents itself in our lives and how it sort of prohibits us from cultivating our purpose. And then I'm going to discuss some methods that we can use to overcome it in our own lives. Before we do that, I just want to take the time to genuinely thank you for tuning into the podcast. So whether you're a regular listener or this is your first time listening, I just want to let you know that you are very, welcome here. You know, it means a lot to me that you take the time in your day to listen to the podcast. And in turn, I hope to provide value to you because I know your time is valuable. And so I want to make the most of the time that you're listening to this podcast by providing value to you. So if you haven't already, definitely give the podcast a like or a subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. It means a lot to me and definitely supports the channel too. Uh, And make sure you follow me on Instagram as well. I've started Get Hungry Pod, So type that up on Instagram and you can find me where I post some more content, some episode summaries, some behind the scenes action, and also feel free to send me a DM as well. I'd love to get in contact with some of you. Well, let's kick off this episode with the word of the week. And the word of the week this week is nuance. And this is a word that I think is so cool. Like if you use this word, it automatically means that you are educated and you know what you're talking about. And what you have to say is worth listening to. (laughs) No, but anyway, that's I genuinely think it's a pretty cool word, but um, one that I don't use enough. I've definitely heard a lot of people use this word. So it's, it's a pretty cool word. So nuance or the definition of nuance is a subtle or slight distinction or variation. So nuances refer to multiple layers of detail, pattern, or meaning. So you typically need extreme care to appreciate these fine point distinctions. And typically a, a detail orientated person would identify nuances in certain things as well. So it's a pretty cool word. Hopefully I've defined the word enough for you to be able to use it. Um, If I haven't, jump onto the dictionary and find the definition for yourself, one that makes more sense with you, but it's a pretty cool word and it's to do with different layers of things and slight differences and variations. So try to use this word in your conversations and thought life this week. Alrighty, let's jump straight into the content. So what is comparison and where does it come from? Well, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but obviously the definition of comparison is the act of comparing two or more people or things. So, it's the act of comparing things. Nothing really groundbreaking there. Uh, But as we look deeper into the different types of comparison, I believe there's both a good and a bad side to comparison. This is to do with the different types or where the comparison is stemming from. So if it's stemming from a point of genuine curiosity, I would say that's a good form of comparison. So if you're genuinely uncertain, you don't know something or you're inexperienced, you may want to compare two or more things together so that you can find what the best thing is. So the first example that comes to my mind is say, for instance, you're buying a new phone and you don't know if you should go with the new Apple iPhone or if you should go with the Samsung phone. And so you might jump onto YouTube, you can watch some reviews, watch some comparisons to identify which one is better suited for you. So I'd say when comparison stems from a point of genuine curiosity, that's a good thing. However, more More often than not, comparison stems from a point of jealousy. So this is when you are either jealous of the success or achievements or even the life that other people are living. And a quote that I know I've shared before is, seeing the success of others makes you jealously question your own trajectory. So obviously this is the bad type of comparison because it's not coming from a point of genuine curiosity, but more jealousy and feeling like, you want what other people have and you're not content with what you have or where you're at. And this typically leads to you trying to copy that person that you're jealous of, which in turn leads to you not being true to yourself or not being original. You know, we live in a day and age where there's a lot of people that are creating videography businesses. And so naturally, a lot of people feel like that's what they should be doing as well. So the key to, I guess, overcoming comparison is identifying it in your life and really being intentional about observing where it's coming from. Is this comparison coming from a point of genuine curiosity or is it jealousy? And if it is jealousy, sometimes that can be very, very tricky to admit to yourself let alone to others as well. So I think we need to firstly acknowledge that if we hope to overcome comparison. So identify where it's coming from. And if it is jealousy, like literally acknowledge that you don't have to feel bad about yourself for being jealous. Just acknowledge that you are being jealous and then look at changing your behaviors accordingly. So then how does curiosity show itself or present itself in our life? Well, I think the first factor, and it's something that I talk about quite often, is it's not knowing your why. You know, not knowing your reason for doing something. And if you are uncertain with why you're doing what you're currently doing, then of course you're going to be jealous of what other people are doing when they have a set goal or a plan or a direction they're heading in because it makes more sense and you can see the success that they're experiencing and naturally you're gonna want that for yourself. So we need to identify why we are doing what we're doing. And in asking ourselves this question, it opens up a whole new set of questions because it either helps us to understand or justify why we're doing what we're doing, or it will highlight that what we're doing is not actually leading us in a direction we want to be heading in. And so we should look at changing our behaviors accordingly. Now I'm going to be careful here when I say justify, because I think justifying or over-justification can be a bad thing as well. Because if you're justifying something, you are explaining or convincing yourself or others why you're doing that thing. So let's say for instance, you are, I don't know, punching a hole in a wall or <laughs> something stupid. Like you could probably come up with a couple of reasons why you're punching a hole in that wall to convince yourself that that's a good idea and you can continue doing that. But when you think about it, punching a hole in the wall probably in most cases, is not a good thing to be doing. Now, I I literally have no idea where that example came from, so I do apologize, but hopefully I'm kind of getting the point across there in that over-justification can be a negative thing. Anyway, back on the topic of not knowing your why, I think it's important to, I guess, point out as well that I'm not saying your pursuit or your action and your path has to be completely different from what everyone else is doing. Let's run with the videography example for a second here. If videography is something that you genuinely enjoy doing, you're good at, and that's the path that you want to take, then try not to mimic what other people are doing, but instead try to identify a slightly nuanced version of what they're doing and make it unique to yourself. Uh, did you pick up on that there? I used that word of the week. <laughs> Hopefully I used it in the right context. But anyway, so don't try to mimic, but try to be original to yourself and slightly change little vary here and there to make your pursuit your own. Now, as I was thinking about comparison this week, I kind of thought about quality of life. Now, I'm going to do an episode on quality of life later on down the track because I feel like there's a lot in this topic, but two of the main things that I identified when thinking about quality of life was perception and judgment. So, the difference between the two is perception is what you think, and it's typically based on your experiences. But judgment is what you decide, and it's typically after analysis or evaluation. So perception is what you think based on your experiences, and judgment's what you decide after analysis and evaluation. Now, the World Health Organization defines quality of life as an individual's perception of their position in life in the context of cultural and value systems in which they live and in relation to their goals, experiences, standards, and concerns. The thing that I'm trying to, I guess, conclude to here is that it's the perceptions or individual's perceptions. Now, remember, perceptions are what you think based on your experiences. So, your perception is going to be different to my perception. And so, our perceptions then can lead to us making judgments on things and they're going to vary from person to person and that's okay. So a lot of the time comparison comes from a point of wanting to do or be what another person is doing or being. And so instead of trying to copy or mimic or replicate that person, try to identify what your own perception or judgments are on things and pursuits that you should follow out and try to run with that instead, because you don't want to mimic someone, because that's going to lead to you not being authentic to who you really are. Now, emotion also plays a key role, and there's a lot of definitions for emotion, but taking a scientific approach here, a basic definition of emotion is an impulse that moves an organism to action. Now, it's important to say here that our emotions are triggered by a plethora of different things and the action presents in a variety of different ways. But fundamentally, emotions can dictate our action. Key word here being it can dictate our action. So to be more intentional about about the action that we take, we need to identify the things that we can control and the things that we cannot control. So as I was thinking about this throughout my week, last week, I kind of came to this conclusion. And the conclusion was that in order to optimize your quality of life, you must improve your ability to remain happy and content when faced with what you cannot control by taking charge of what you can. So what do I mean by this? Well, we can't directly control our emotions. And this is because, remember, emotions are a result of what's going on around us and external factors that we can't control. But we can indirectly control them by setting habits in place. And a little example of a habit that we can start to put into place to ensure that we stay happy and content when faced with situations that raise negative emotions is by adding And I love that on the end of your phrase, and I talked about that last time. So if something bad happens to you, or if you're looking at someone and you're thinking jealously towards them, wanting what they have, say either to yourself or even aloud, like say that person has X, But then on the end, adding, and I love that, and what that does is it shifts your thinking from a negative perspective to a positive perspective, and you have to then give reasons for why you love that for that person. So that's a simple habit that you can put into place, and even developing morning routines, having a list of things that you say to yourself daily, like affirmations to regularly remind yourself of behaviors you want to embody, these are all ways that you can do that, so intentionally spend some time in thinking of the things that you cannot control so this is other people's reactions things that other people say you know negative situations there's a there's a whole variety of things that you cannot control but try to come up with a list of things that you personally cannot control that typically lead to a negative mindset or negative behaviors, and then think about ways that you can shift that or remain happy and content by implementing habits and putting systems in place that shift your perspective. Now, what does this have to do with comparison? That's what you're probably thinking right now. (laughs) And let me explain. Well, if comparison is coming from a point of dissatisfaction and judgment, we need to identify what we should be doing differently. A quote that I heard, I think it was from Craig Rochelle, is is something along the lines of solutions are not found by continuing to do what you have always done. So if you want to find a solution, you want to overcome a problem, change what you've always done, and you may find a way to resolve that issue. So the whole reason I was talking about emotions and brought that into this is to find a solution or to find the answer that we're looking for, we need to remember that emotions do play a role, but we need to try to lessen its power in dictating, dictating our actions and our pursuits. And remember, we do that by intentionally setting habits and systems in place. So what are some other methods that we can start to overcome comparison? Well, something that I personally have found to be very valuable, and I've got this from YouTube and a range of different sources, is expressing gratitude daily. Now, the reason you do this is because it shifts your focus from negativity to being positive. It's funny how our default tends to be negative more often than then it is positive. And so daily, every morning, try to identify at least three things that you're grateful for that day. You know, it could be something that morning or it could be something the previous day as you reflect back on what was positive about that. And it really just sets your focus in the right place for that day. You become positive, you become happy, which then turns to you being quite motivated and driven to just slay the day. So express gratitude daily. So every morning when you wake up, come up with three things that you're grateful about. Secondly, if comparison is coming from a point of judgment for you and you've identified that, You need to try and shift it from a point of negativity and a point of judgment to curiosity. And you do that by identifying what it is that you're jealous about. Come up with a list of things that you want to try and then literally try them. So if you're jealous about someone who's started their own business and they're pursuing their passion and their life seems to be so exciting and you look at yours and it doesn't seem to be as exciting try and identify a list of things that you want to try and then try that and see what happens take start to take action again something that I talk about quite regularly and I have friends who regularly talk about it to me as well is taking action and taking immediate action as well so literally at the end of this podcast take immediate action and come up with that list talked about it last week, I'm touching on it again. It may start with you trying what other people are doing and you might identify that, look, this is something that I thought I would like, but through doing it, I don't actually enjoy this. It's too much effort for me and it will in turn lead into other things. So list out what you wanna try give them a try and you can gain clarity. Another cool way to do this, and I guess a productive way to do this is by jumping on sites like Fiverr. You know, This is a way that you can begin to, I feel like before I go into that, it's important to say that you need to at least have a little bit of skill and a little bit of ability before you jump onto sites like this, because you're going to be making money. But sites like Fiverr, where you can jump on and you can start to make money doing doing these newfound passions of yours. So for me, something that I've enjoyed doing is voiceover work. I've done for a couple of years now, not really on Fiverr. And it's something that I've started up again, a Fiverr account where you can jump on Fiverr, you put a gig out there, people get in contact with you and you can do what you enjoy doing and make money in the process as well. So, on the topic of Fiverr, if you're looking for a voiceover artist for a project that you're working on or anything like that, I think I know a guy and I'll leave the link for that guy in the description of the show notes here. So, go check it out if you want some voiceover work. Now, the final thing I'll say here before I kind of wrap everything up is another great thing that you can do is you can begin to talk to people in the area that you're curious about to gain clarity. Now, yes, there are people on YouTube and online that you can watch those videos and gain clarity into, say, a day in the life of a personal trainer or a day in the life of a videographer or whatever. If it's a a career that you're looking into or even a hobby, you can find what it's like to do that thing regularly by listening to people that are doing that regularly. But I think it's more important that you take the time to catch up with someone or meet someone in person or on the phone or on Zoom, because that way you're able to ask questions that you have about that thing to gain clarity into that thing or further solidify if it's something that you want to pursue or it's something that you would like to try out. And as a result of doing these things, if you find that, look, it's not, this thing is not all that I thought it would be, it's important that you don't become hindered by the idea of doing something because other people have been able to make that work for them. If it doesn't resonate with you, You don't have to stick to that thing. I feel like it's easy for us to think that if I were to be doing what they're doing, I would feel more fulfilled. And then when you try doing what they're doing, it's not all that you thought it would be. And you can continue to, I guess, push and grind through that thing in the hopes that you will feel fulfillment and the fulfillment that other people appear to be feeling. But if it doesn't resonate with you, literally be okay to say, okay, I tried that out. That didn't work. What's the next thing? Well, that just about sums up this episode. Hopefully I was able to provide some value to you or at least bring into the light a couple of ideas or thoughts that you can think about today or this week to be more intentional about controlling the things that you can control in your life and stop being so easily dictated by the things that you cannot control, emotion being the primary thing here. So remember, comparison is something that we're all guilty of, you know, no matter your age or your skill level, it's probably something that you will always continue to have. And this is because there's always going to be people who either are or appear to be better or further along the line than you. So while comparison can stem from a point of genuine curiosity or interest, more often than not, it does come from a place of jealousy and negativity. So make sure that you're more intentional about consciously trying to Stay happy and content when you're faced with what you cannot control by taking charge of what you can and express gratitude. Find ways to explore areas that interest you and see if they resonate with you. And reach out to people that are currently doing things that you think you would like to do to gain further clarity. Well, thank you so much for listening to the episode. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you again next week right here on the Get Hungry podcast. Love you guys you mm-hmm.